This is Train Your Body with Melanie Cole, an expert guest from the American College of Sports Medicine on Radio MD. You know, after menopause, we women have so many things that pop up now. It's like, okay, this is just one more thing I'm at risk for now. But osteoporosis, both for men and women, is something that we are seeing more of now. They've got checks for density and bone density. But how do you prevent it? Can you prevent it? Of course, my guests on He Said, She Said today are Neil Pyre and Grace DeSimone. So guys, let's talk about osteoporosis. Neil, I'm going to start with you. Personal training, we've heard that, you know, weight-bearing exercises, that's what they say, weight-bearing exercises. So what do you think are some of the best exercises to prevent or combat osteopenia or osteoporosis? Well, let me first identify the difference between prevention and management, Uh, because the ideal way to prevent osteoporosis is make sure you're getting uh, adequate calcium intake as a child and right through adolescence. Uh, most of the bone or calcium that you lay down in your bone happens, you know, prior to the age of 20 or 21. So you want to make sure early on uh, that you're not a candidate later on by, you know, having an appropriate diet. As far as management is concerned, you know, once you're in, I just did a talk about this a few weeks ago, and once you're in your 50s or 60s, you know, the whole idea of a good diet as a, as a teenager means nothing <laughs> because, okay, that's way past, so now what do I do? And ultimately, the goal with osteoporosis is is twofold, to try to keep your bones strong and try to prevent falls. Um, one of the um, programs that I like most to use as a sort of guide or sort of an anchor uh, is called the BEST program. It's out of the University of Arizona. And it's not because it is the best. It's because it is the Bone Estrogen Strength Training uh, Program. It's an acronym. And what they did is they did they take perimenopausal, postmenopausal women and um, actually look at what happens using resistance training protocols over time. Uh, and over a four-year span, which is when they published the paper, they had four years' worth of data on these women. They follow, they're still following them 10, 15 years later. Uh, but they found that not only were they able to maintain their levels of calcium in their bones, but some were actually the, the ones that were the most active doing their strength training and the most, uh, you know, staying on the wagon over time, were actually showed some reversal and some increase in bone density, which is not what most researchers expected. So um, the resistance training exercises are the key, not just weight-bearing, which most of the research shows that they looked at weight-bearing, even treadmill walking. But it's also resistance resistance exercise. training, right. Okay, so Grace, Mm -hmm. you you run classes all over the country. You know, you're the national director for group fitness. You, you know, ACSM's resources for the group fitness instructor. Tell us about group fitness and how can you, can you get a group of women, a group of men to work on osteoporosis all at the same time? Does it have to be individual? The answer is yes. You can get a group of people provided that, you know, they're, they're in, in a similar place that they can all start together, but yes, actually do a, um, an osteoporosis program for women in a small group, and it works out very well. Um, I did want to 
just clarify from your opening question, weight-bearing exercise, for a lot of people, they don't really understand what that means. So mm-hmm. let, me, let me clarify that. Weight-bearing means you are bearing your own weight. You are ground-based. So, and I always give this quiz in classes when people are in spinning, right? You're on the spin bike. Is, are you bearing your own weight? No. The bike is bearing your weight. If you're in aquatics class or you're swimming, are you bearing your own weight? No. The water is bearing your weight. So, and another example from my world is um, trampolines, like those little mini trampolines. Same thing. Mm-hmm. That's propelling you up and down. So, and it's great for other stuff, but it's not going to stress the bone and you're not bearing your weight. Those three examples, if you push those to the side, almost everything else falls into that in terms of classes. So if you're doing anything where you're doing low impact, you're jogging, you're doing jumping jacks, you're doing anything with weights, we'll talk about that in a second, um, that, that all qualifies for weight-bearing. And then as Neil said, you know, if you're really trying to stress the bone, then you're talking about more intensive exercise that's much more specific. So, you know, I always tell people just because you're holding a weight in your hand doesn't mean you're doing strength training. And what the research shows is that you really want to use more weight and do less repetitions if you're looking to stress the bone. So it becomes a little bit more specific. And I would encourage the the listeners to make sure they understand which category they are in. Are you in osteoporosis prevention? Are you diagnosed with osteopenia? Or are you diagnosed with osteoporosis? Because that's going to change what you should be choosing at the gym or for your exercise program. So, Neil, do you, what do you think about people getting tested for their bone density at health clubs? Do you think that this is a good thing, or is that something that you would recommend they go to their doctors for? I, I always uh, rec- refer out to the physician, uh, if they're, especially if they're a candidate. If they're postmenopausal, if um, they've had um, family members who have suffered, you know, osteopenia, osteoporosis, it's a good idea, you know, to, to get checked out and to see where you're at. And from that standpoint, uh, make the necessary changes uh, in your behavior, in your lifestyle, the resistance training and the activity, all that stuff, and your diet. Uh, you know, is it that you're deficient in your diet? I mean, I don't know. You need to assess all those things. So getting the DEXA, which is the classic uh, test for it, um, for bone density, would be a good thing. So you can at least know and benchmark where you're at at a given point in time. That's very good advice. Okay, so Grace, you have about a minute or so left. You know, give your best advice for osteoporosis, osteopenia. So first we've identified whether you are at risk, whether you're postmenopausal, whether you're somebody whose doctor has told you that you're at risk for brittle bones. You've found out where you are on that spectrum, and now you've decided what it is you want to tackle, what it is you want to do. So tell the listeners how they can accomplish that. You know, and use some of what Neil has said and your class knowledge and put it all together for us. So if you have osteopenia or you are looking to prevent osteoporosis, then you would like to do resistance training, two sets, eight to 10 repetitions 
two to three days a week. It's good to do like a total body type of workout, but your focus is on your trunk, your hip flexors, your hip extensors, your and a lot in the lower extremity, your back and abdominal muscles. Core strength is essential. And then, of course, you want to get your cardiovascular most days of the week, balance training, flexibility. But if you have osteoporosis, there are many movements that you should not be doing. And it's really important to find out what those are. Some of those may be things that you're doing in your regular yoga practice, etc. And for those people, it's generally recommended that you are not jumping and also get a physician's recommendation for what you, I always tell people, find out what you shouldn't do. You know, what you should yeah, do. Yeah, that's a good first. We, we know, but tell me what, you know, the exercise they do not want you doing because you'll be surprised what you come back with like you should not be doing you know squats with a bar on your back so so and that's and that's really good guidelines it is so important and these are such good guidelines and i could have you both on for hours and hours but you know these segments are short and thank you so much great great information you're listening to radio md show is train your body thanks for listening and stay well